If you're living the days in the life of an ag teacher, then you'll fit right in. I'm your host, Carly Erickson, and I'm here to remind you to do what you love and love what you do. As always, thanks for listening and welcome to class. Hey everyone, we are so excited to welcome you back to class with season two. The Welcome to Class podcast is written by a future ag teacher for ag teachers. Our goal for the Welcome to Class podcast is to give agriculture educators and their students easy access to valuable resources and classroom content. Here at Iowa State University, we have a wealth of knowledgeable resources and people from the agriculture industry who are eager to share their personal experiences. Content delivery has never been more important, and we're excited to bring new and innovative learning experiences to you and your students. Throughout this season, we will cover a wide range of content topics related to classes that you teach. So if everyone's ready, let's get started. Today we're going to be talking about growing greenhouses and growing futures. One way that we incorporate this into our agriculture classroom is by allowing students to grow their own crops in our greenhouse. And what we find is that students really take ownership in these projects and classes such as horticulture or agronomy really allow our students to thrive in these areas and fix their own problems. Um, This is a really great problem solving or um, team building exercise when you're doing it in a class to allow a class of students to grow um, a crop in your greenhouse. It gives them the opportunity to work together to solve any issues that may come up or how they're going to sell their crop after it's been fully matured and those kinds of things. Um, So I think that they get a really great entry level when we do classes like horticulture and agronomy. They get to get their feet wet and just kind of understand what this process is and how it works and understand that this isn't just a one-person operation. We have a lot of people involved, and so we have to include everybody's perspective, and really that's going to give us our best outcome. I think the way we can take that to the next level is by potentially creating a school-based enterprise SAE experience for students, and this can incorporate lots of different students within our ag program. And so the school-based enterprise SAE really allows us to work as a school and get other faculty and other staff involved in this process. And so we can include our principal and our superintendent in these uh, experiences as well. And this is gonna allow them to see what we really do in our classroom and how we are benefiting students and the types of opportunities that they're getting in the ag classroom. It also allows us to share what we're doing with our community. And I can't express that enough at how important that is for our communities to see what we're doing and parents especially to see what we're doing and how our kids are really throwing themselves into these um, projects and how satisfied they are when they see their completed projects and the crop that they've grown that they can now sell and produce uh, for money. And what that does for our FFA chapter as a whole is another great thing in itself. So really the main concern I think with school-based enterprises and why we don't see it as often as we'd like to, especially within the greenhouse setting, is how to manage it properly. So what kinds of things do we need to do to manage this experience properly? Who do we need to get involved? How much do they need to be involved? And 
how much are we going to let kind of our students do it on their own? Um, I think that's up for discretion for a lot of different uh, ag teachers in different settings. I think sometimes, especially I would say in our urban areas, maybe our students haven't been quite as exposed to growing crops or greenhouses in general. So maybe we need to step in a little bit more and kind of set the platform for them and they can go from there step by step and help as needed. Um, And I think maybe our students who maybe have more um, crop-focused backgrounds, they can really take this project and be leaders for other students who maybe don't have as much experience. So for example, in my high school, we did not have a greenhouse, but we had um, a shop. And so occasionally we would try different experiments where we would grow things um, and we'd set them on trays. And one tray was in the dark and one tray was in the light. We would see which which was going to grow and which one wouldn't grow as well. I think these experiments are really cool for students who don't have a lot of knowledge about growing plants. And apparently I didn't learn a whole lot from that experiment because I still to this day struggle with growing plants. So, um, but my school didn't have a greenhouse and so we had to work with what we had. And so that was what we had available was we can set plants in the light, we can set plants in the dark and possibly add some fertilizer and don't add fertilizer and just see how it works and see how that environment is going to affect the different plant growth. So I challenge you if you're a a school that doesn't have um, any uh, particular greenhouse or growing space, I challenge you to find experiments that allow your students to get involved with plants in some way, um, just to kind of dabble in it and see what works and what doesn't. And if you do have a greenhouse, I still think it's important maybe to start at entry level um, with simple plants just to see what the struggles could potentially be and how to overcome it and basic needs of a plant in general. Um, And then when you take that into your greenhouse space, you're really going to be able to come up with a plan with your students that you think will be best for the crops in general. As teachers, we have to constantly think of innovative ways to get our students interested and get our students involved and how do we keep them involved. And so this student-based learning is really important, especially in today's classroom settings. The more that we step back and let the students lead, the more they're going to learn and the more they're going to want to be engaged in these situations. Even though I didn't have a greenhouse in my high school, I strongly see the benefit of having one. Um, and I, I believe that if you're a school that could potentially build one in the future or, or get some funding in the future for one, I, I really think that's a great opportunity for students for a lot of different classes that we teach in our classroom. I have been in several classrooms here in Iowa that it's not just high school or secondary level um, agriculture, but we're also including our younger and younger middle school students now. I've seen it as young as even sixth grade, um, but more primarily I would say seventh and eighth grade. And this is a really awesome opportunity for them to see what we do in our high school classrooms. And I think there's so many middle school students who they don't really get to do like hands-on experience and so for them this is a win-win situation and for you so you're going to be so much better off at trying to manage these students in your classroom because they're going to be engaged and they're going to be excited about what they're learning and what's to come 
as I mentioned before, I think this is also a great opportunity to include our community members. You could even have a local flower shop come in and they could show your students how to properly prune flowers or graft or whatever it is that your lesson is that you're doing. Um, maybe they could be of benefit to you. Or if there's someone in your community who has a really strong crops background, maybe they can come in and explain um, the different benefits of doing different things and just trial and error and really what better place to do that than our classroom. I think our students will get a lot of benefit out of seeing that it is okay to try different things and reflect and look and see what works and what doesn't work and how to change it for the future. Especially our students that start, I would say, either in middle school or freshman level and work all the way through high school, I think they really are going to develop a strong sense of what it takes to make something work properly and how to get other people uh, involved in that process and what that looks like at the end of their high school career. You know what time it is. It's time for the Ag Career of the Day. Today's career falls under horticulture as a horticulturalist. According to environmentalscience.org, horticulturalists work with plants, applying their knowledge to fruits, vegetables, ornamentals, and non-food crops to maximize their health and growth. A two- or four-year degree is typically required for this position, and the average annual salary ranges from about twenty-seven dollars to $45,000. And that's the Ag Career of the Day. If some of these resources aren't options for you, there are other resources available. Um, your local extension and outreach, um, local and state level, um, there is tons of available free information that you can use um, and like I said, try different things and let your students do the research and let your students find uh, different things that they think either could be wrong or could be could be going right or what the possible uh, diseases could be that are growing in your greenhouse, um, which obviously we'd like to get that resolved as fast as possible. But if we don't know what is happening or what is growing, you can always use your extension resources. Um, and here at Iowa State University, we actually have the plant and insect diagnostic clinic. So if there ever is a plant disease or an insect that you're not sure what is happening or you're not sure what kind of disease we're dealing with, you can absolutely send that here to Iowa State and we can figure that out for you and send you back some information. I would say all in all, my favorite part about growing greenhouses is the growing futures. I think we can find students who develop mentorship. I think we find students who maybe, even if they're not upperclassmen, but they could potentially be, they will take younger students under their wing and really show them the ins and outs of what goes on in the ag classroom, especially in the greenhouse, if that's something that they really enjoy. Also, I think we can develop uh, mentorship relationships with community members who maybe have never been involved before um, or maybe they have been and they're alumni members and they're part of our alumni chapter um, and they come in and really enjoy working with the kids in the greenhouse and we can see those relationships form and develop right in front of us and that is something that is invaluable. Um, we can grow crops and grow flowers and, and sell them for fundraising in our greenhouse all year long um, but I think that the growing and, and mentoring is really 
valuable and it's something that kind of comes on the back burner I think a lot of times for when we think about those relationships as teachers but for our students that is something that they will look look back on and remember for probably the rest of their life. So in my experience I have seen lots of different crops grown in the greenhouse setting and one in particular that I really enjoy is at Christmas time I've seen different ag teachers grow poinsettias for Christmas and I think that that is so cool and our students are involved with the very beginning processes of growing the poinsettias and maturing them and making sure that they're they're ready to go for Christmas time and so planning and preparing for that for how long it's going to take to grow and and when are they going to be fully matured and then afterwards when they're fully matured and they get to sell the crops to the different um, teachers and faculty around the school and then what I saw that just absolutely warms my heart is if they had leftovers at the very end of the season, right before Christmas, they would take those over to the nursing home and they would provide those poinsettias for the nursing home for Christmas time and set them out in the dining areas and around the hallways and things. And that really is a great opportunity for our students to get involved in our communities. And our community members absolutely love that. And you get to make the day of so many people and they love to hear about what our students are doing in the classroom and and what they get to provide for them at the end of the day which is so great our students not only get to learn how these opportunities in the greenhouse space prepares them for ag business or ag business careers but they also get to learn about their communities and how they can help locally and what they can do um, big picture and I think that even though we're setting them up to um, provide management strategies and problem solving and they're getting a real life application and they get to work on team building skills and and coming up with solutions all of that is so great and it's connecting to everything else we're learning in the classroom at pretty much any level in any class that we teach but I think that getting to know our communities locally and getting to work with and partner with um, other local businesses who are interested in crops and interested in helping our youth and and potentially even um, when our students graduate they could have a job or a career um, that is where our teaching and life skills really come together this is where we provide students with opportunities that lots of other programs can't. We are providing access to opportunities that these students may never get again in their life, um, especially in urban areas where students may have never had the opportunity to grow things before um, or have never been allowed to grow things at home or, or whatever the case is. Um, we're giving that, them that opportunity and that experience and that's something they can use for the rest of their life. And with this growing movement of we want to know where our food comes from and we want to know how it's grown and we want to know all the things about our food, which is important, I think we're giving these kids an opportunity to see how food is grown and how plants are grown in general and how they can be a part of that process if they don't like what they see or if they do like what they see and they want to get involved. Um, we're giving them that that door to open and 
that's something that that's why I love my job. 